Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. And now, joining us on the Roman Guest Line, my buddy, my pal, from Sportsline, Allen, you can ring his bell. Talking everything under the sun, Allen, thank you for joining the show, sir. And I appreciate it. How we doing? Doing good. Uh, we'll be doing even better if we got a better Thursday night football game this weekend. But, hey, we don't make the schedule. We just watch it. Uh, Thursday night football <laughs> consists of, of course, the Vikings taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The spread in that game is three. What are you doing in that game? We just previewed the game, but, of course, we, we would love to get your insight on it. I took the Najee Harris over rushing yards and carries, 18 and a half carries, 70 yards. Um, no side. Did anybody take a side in this game? But we, no, not yet. No. no side decided yet, but we love the under. Anything that you love in this game that you want to give out to the people? Yeah, so uh, two plays. And look, I'm with you. Uh, this is a really tough game to cap because you look at it. Uh, ben Roethlisberger's led five game-winning drives this season, which is tied for first uh, in the NFL. The Vikings have given up five game-winning drives this year in the NFL, which is first across the league. Like, these two teams are kind of identical uh, they don't look the same in how they approach it, but they kind of get to the same point at the end of a game. Uh, I'm going with uh, uh, Justin Jefferson, longest reception over 27 and a half yards, and I'm going to go with Deontay Johnson, longest reception over 25 and a half yards because both of these teams will give up long plays and they will give up yak which both of these wide receivers can easily get. So I think we're going to get that. But I'm with you. Like, it's a really difficult line, and it's a really difficult total because there's a part of me uh, that looks, you know, at what the Vikings have done. I think five of their last six have hit the over. Uh, but I could see this game being, you know, 50 points scored. I could see this game being 17 points scored. So, yeah, I'm going prop route. Alan, uh, what lines do you think need to be jumped on right now in the NFL? Totals are moving down really fast due to weather. And I think also, like, just it's winter time now as we get closer and closer and, like, AccuWeather becomes more and more accurate. Like, what games do you think we should be watching or betting really early? And what games would you wait uh, until, like, right before kickoff to bet? Yeah, I'm with you. So uh, I like when it's winter time in the NFL because you kind of get crazy totals and you get you know kind of crazy weather. What we saw the other night. Look, um, I have two plays for me. Uh, the Bucks minus three uh, against the Bills. Look, I, let's I think go. The Bills lock, yeah, I think the Bills locker room is going to be. It was a demoralizing loss. Uh, the way that they got it handed to them. Uh, you catch them on a short week, and you look at Tampa. Their last four home games, they've they've won all four of them by 20 plus points or more. Uh, so I think you're catching Tampa at a really nice number here. Uh, not to mention, Buffalo probably has their eye back on New England here in two weeks. Uh, so I'm going to roll with Tampa. I'm also going to go with the Dallas Cowboys against Washington. Now, look. Oh, my gosh. This is my favorite game. Thank you, Alan. Talk some sense <laughs> to the people. Come on. Yeah, like – it's tough to fade Washington. I got to give massive respect to Ron Rivera, Taylor Heineke. This team is balanced. They're playing good football. But I think this Dallas offense is very, very close to getting back to what it once was. You look at Dak Prescott, 10-2 and against the spread on extended rest uh, in his career, 2-0 this year. Also, he has a better winning percentage against NFC, uh, against division opponents than Peyton Manning had. He's 78% winning percentage, oh right? So, yeah. Yep. So I think that uh, – and you think I, I that think line's going to move? 
Well, I think that we can see some injury information uh, in terms of Washington because they still have some guys that they've got to rule in or out. I don't think it's going to move too terribly much. Quite frankly, I don't know if any of these spreads are going to move. I think, like you said, totals will. But as for spreads, I don't see anything uh, that's going to change. Alan, do us a favor and give us a pump fake. Run to your nearest uh, BetMGM and just bet every dollar you have for us on the Washington football team. All right, we want a three. I'm kidding. Um, what do we do with this game? What do we do with this game where the Ravens have Lamar Jackson, who I love, but my God, is he bad right now? And the Browns have Baker Mayfield, who on third down, like first and second down, he's Baker Mayfield. Third down, I don't know who that guy is. Are they going to be able to run yep. the ball against the Ravens? You know, the Ravens secondary, now Humphrey out for the year. What do you do with this game? It's a two-and-a-half spread. Cleveland, I know, is coming off the bye, but they're not a good football team, and I was wrong on them. Uh, what are you doing in this one? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go contrarian here, all right? And uh, Tristan was just talking about this in terms of totals going down. Yeah. It's now sitting at 42-and-a-half. I think this thing blasts over 42 and a half because both teams are going to be able to run the football and when they can that opens up the pass and play action for both teams so I think we're going to see some really nice scoring in this game as for the spread I think two and a half is about right on of where it should be I couldn't tell you who wins this game but what I can tell you is that both teams are going to be at least at 23 points in this game so yeah I love the over here um Alan we have the. This might be the worst slate of football games I've seen in a very we keep long saying time. That like, every week, it's horrible. It, it progressively gets worse. Gets worse. Like yeah. th- this is bad stuff. Um, but right now, I guess I'll just skip over the Sunday slate for Monday night, a primetime spot between the L.A. Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. I feel like a lot of people are just waiting on the Rams to get good, including myself, and also the Cardinals. Man, they just they come back. Kyler Murray comes back, and I thought he was going to have maybe a little bit of a uh, a warming up process. And they come out there and they just cook the Chicago Bears. They're two and a half point favorites. They are at home against the Rams. The Rams have been on the schnei. What do you think this game looks like right before kickoff? Any line movement? Uh, you said not much line movement going on right now. I want to take the Rams as dogs, but the Cardinals have been so Sheesh. consistent this year. Yeah, uh, I. I think the only way that we see line movement is if something happens with Kyler, right? Like yeah. that th- he kind of re-aggravates something during the week, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, so we probably don't see much line movement at all. And to be honest with you, we probably don't see much movement in the total as well because 51 and a half is a pretty good number on this one. I'll say this, man. It's, 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 um, it's impossible for me to fade the Cardinals. Like they're, they're not talked about anywhere near the amount that they should be uh, of what they've accomplished. Like even when Kyler was out, they didn't even skip a beat with Colt McCoy. They kept the season going. I know they're at home, but they've won every single road game by 10 plus points or more. Like this team is just good. And with the Rams, man, like I can't trust them. Like they're very much like the Buffalo bills in terms of if you're a poor team, they'll jump on you and make it look bad. If you punch them in the mouth, they're soft. Like, they will go down, man. And, like, that's what Arizona does. And not only can Arizona put up long drives on you, dude, they can score in two plays, too. So, yeah, for me, it's just impossible to fade them. Like, I don't love either side of this game. I think it would be a pretty good game. But it's just impossible for me to fade Arizona. Alan, uh, Terod Taylor out with an injured wrist, and we've got General Mills in, you know, General Long Mills. Uh, Terod (laughs) Taylor was the only thing really that – 
had the Houston Texans being competitive in any way. He made them a favorite. His he presence, made them a favorite, <laughs> which in, I faded them and which made was money. Wild. Uh, Russell Wilson hasn't been great because obviously that injury. The secondary is worse now that Jamal Adams is out. Uh, but to me, seven and a half does feel a little low against a very trash Texans game. A uh, Texans team. Do you like the Seahawks minus seven and a half in this spot? Man, that seven and a half is tough. If it was seven, yeah. Would you buy it to seven? Like having, yeah, like having to eat. Yeah, having to eat the hook there with Seattle uh, is a little difficult because you're right. Like they're they're a very difficult team to trust. But I will give them credit. Like they're somewhat getting better week by week. It's not large increments that they're doing it, but they're somewhat getting better with that. And you nailed the, you know, nailed it on the head right there with Houston. I think this team's about ready to fold it up. Like, I, I just don't know what, what they're playing for anymore. We saw Zach Cunningham, one of their best players get released. The guy didn't even show up for COVID testing and he's a Vanderbilt guy. Like, He's a pretty, you know, good dude, right? Like, it's not like, you know, he, he just doesn't care. So I, I think that this locker room's about ready to fold up shop. So if there were a time, um, I'd roll with Seattle here, honestly, yeah. just because I don't think there's anything left in Houston's tank. Alan, I love the Packers, but I wish that the Romo-Nance game wasn't Buffalo-Tampa Bay so we could flex this into Sunday night because the Bears are a dumpster fire. They are going to start Justin Fields. I'm probably overthinking this. I feel like at 13, 13 and a half, I'd kind of like the Bears. It's 12 and a half right now. I know all the numbers, all the trends are telling you Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau against Chicago. Uh, what are you doing in this one, if anything? The total also 43 and a half only. Yeah, so I'll tell you what. I'm going to ride history on this one, and here's a stat no, for there you. There you go. The Chicago Bears have never covered the spread against Matt LaFleur and the Packers. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Hey, I'm in. I'm, yeah. betting, I'm betting 10 units on it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they never have. Not one time. Right. And I think that, you know, Aaron Rodgers owning Chicago and all of that, it'll continue. And I actually I'm going to say this. I'm only speaking for right now and for this season. Not, nothing more than, than right now. The Bears are better with Andy Dalton than Justin Fields. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Yep. I think it's going to actually be worse, and especially with him coming back, and especially with a rib injury, and especially in the cold. Like, this is not a good combination at all. So I know that Green Bay uh, isn't 100 percent, but they will blast Chicago. Alan, before we get you out of here, anything that you love this weekend in the NFL? And, of course, we're going to have you back one for another segment for the listeners, talking some college football with us, some early lines, and maybe some bowl games. Anything else that you love and need to give out for the NFL? Yeah, so uh, Tennessee and the uh, the Titans and the Jaguars, all right, I like the over 43 and a half, and I think that hmm. this total is going to come down a little bit more because both, you know, but kind of they're going to public's going to kind of fade both of these teams in terms of what they could put up offensively but i think both i think both defenses are bad enough that they'll give up points to the other right so once it gets down to about 40 uh yeah 43 42 and a half yeah hit that over this should be a good one uh, it'll be an ugly game but points will be scored all right we love points we love taking overs because life's too short to bet unders i feel like that's against your identity, though, because you're Mr. Underman, Alan. So if you're getting a, uh, giving an over, then it must be a good one. <laughs> yeah, I don't give many overs, but I like this.